When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get involved anytime. Text 0467 736 736 or call 1313 55. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. We're going home. If we make it all we don't, we won't be alone. When I see you like shine. At Queensland Cricket, they aren't alone in looking for a new home. The Brisbane Lions, the AFL. So our two national sports homeless from December 2025. Come on, it's only August 23, right? Well, shovels in the ground. Things need to be built. We need some action right now. And what now have we got from the state government? Nothing. Crickets. Crickets on cricket. Crickets on AFL. And it's one of the reasons I'm tipping why the letter was penned to the Queensland cricket community. I have one of the authors on the line right now. He is the CEO of Queensland Cricket, Terry Svensson. Terry, uh, good morning to you in what you have labelled these uncertain times for Queensland cricket. Yeah, good day, Ben. Thanks for uh, having me on your program. It, look, it, it certainly is. Um, you know, as you and I have spoken about um, on many instances, we certainly advocated for the, the Gabba to be knocked down and, and rebuilt. It'll be a world-class stadium for cricket and AFL to be played. You know, particularly when you've got some good competition from um, other states like Western Australia that have got a brand new stadium over there, the decision will be much easier to host, you know, cricket, international cricket and, and AFL here at the Gabba. Um, the issue we've got... Um, and we've had so many phone calls from our constituents and you know overwhelming support since uh, we sent the note out is that we really rely heavily on the Gabba, particularly for Big Bash and international cricket to bring money into our game. We're a not-for-profit um, organisation, but that money then is used to fund our programs across Queensland. And um, you know, look, they are uncertain times. We don't know where we'll play. Uh, our preference is Allen Border Field, and we need a few more seats here. Terry, I, I want to ask you about that shortly, but um, I had a caller through before, and 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 I think they are feeling the same. There was, there was a few actually saying, "What's wrong with the Gabba now? It, it's it. Why is it not fit for purpose?" Well, look like um, you know, like any um, any stadium or, or buildings or, or houses, for instance, and you know, I certainly don't want to make you know light of it. There's often improvements that are required. Um, now, we'll certainly get uh, more seats at the Gabba, but, you know, we're limited in terms of, um, you know, parking and and, uh, and 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 media facilities. Um, you know, it's a very uh, compact uh, stadium in the sense that, you know, the new design will, you know, allow for, you know, better viewing, uh, you know, more parking certainly underneath. But again, the Gabba is... Uh, and the redesign gap is still in the process at the moment. We've had some input to it, and you know we expect to see, you know, more designs over the sort of coming weeks and and, and months. But it's just it's really modernising and, and making it more contemporary. Uh, there's uh, it's certainly expensive. 
um, certainly the numbers that are being sort of floated around. We'd expect that you know once the design's in place, that the the government and the procurement teams within government will do the best they can to make it a you know cost effective um, study. Where, where are you at, Terry, with, with the government sitting down at the table to work out where you do play, where are possible options? And, and on this program, I've floated a few. I've heard few in discussion because the, the lines have got to be part of this conversation as well because they are co-tenants at the Gabba. We hear CUSAC, uh, the RNA, uh, down on the Gold Coast at Carrara Stadium. Where are these discussions at? H- have they started? Uh, are they ongoing? Are they close to a resolution? Uh, good question. I mean, we certainly had a seat at the table to have some conversations. I mean, we understand it's a, you know, it's a complex issue. Um, complex in the one hand, what does the new stadium look like? And then secondly, you know, where do the current tenants uh, go and play? And how long is the rebuild uh, going to take? Uh, you know, can we get back to the Gabba in between the Gabba being finished and the Olympics? We, we still yet haven't had confirmation on uh, when the Gabba will be knocked over and, and when it will be up and running. Um, so there's a number of issues at, at play in terms of timing. Um, there are differences between AFL and, and cricket. You know, our preference is to have a permanent wicket at the Gabba that's performed incredibly strongly over many years, but we also need to have those training facilities um, permanent uh, wickets uh, in training facilities. So options have been talked about. Publicly, the RNA has been talked about. Um, uh, QSAT's been mentioned by a few people. Yes, there's options to play at Metricon. And of course, there's options for us that we've tested over this past summer and playing a big bash uh, game up in Cairns. Um, The pointer is, um, you know, which we're calling on uh, the decision makers in our discussions is to say, well, to keep international cricket and to keep Big Bash cricket in Brisbane, uh, where will we play? Uh, and hence, you know, the proactive stance that, you know, we've put forward to the decision makers is we think Allen Borderfield is a ready-made venue. We can only get 3,500 fans into Allen Borderfield now. Uh, we want Brisbane siders to, you know, see international cricket and Big Bash and we think a 10,000-seat precinct here at Allen Borderfield is a is a very good option to keep cricket in Brisbane during that time. Are, are there any minimum requirements or standards needed to meet to play international cricket, to play a test match one day? Uh, look, you Just know... Just seat, seat, seating capacity that, or...? No, look, there, there's no minimum requirement from the seating capacity, but, you know, if we are certainly going to play... Uh, here at Allen Borderfield, you know, we'd be hoping to get at least 10,000 um, fans into the precinct. Um, How do you get them in, Terry? How do you get them in, Terry? It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's a lovely, it's a lovely place to go, but it's a bit of a bugger to get there. Yeah, look, there's a couple of things, and you know, I'd say from a, a, a state government point of view, and um, also the city council, you know, this whole precinct around Allen Borderfield will be known as the Breakfast Creek Precinct. There's going to be the Brisbane Indoor Sports Centre, uh, where the harness racing track is at the moment. And, you know, there's some good discussions going on there in terms of, you know, the flow and a potential new front gate for, you know, for Allen Borderfield. Yep. Um, and that'll be built over the sort of coming years. Um, what it does mean for us here at um you know, at, uh, at at Allen Borderfield is, you know, we'd need to knock some existing buildings over uh, to be able to get 
10,000 and have a redesign off the field yep. to be able to get those 10,000 um, fans in. When you combine that with the precinct work that's going on around the Brisbane Indoor Sports Centre, uh, I think it's a, it's a no-brainer, to be honest. How much are we looking at cost-wise? Well, it's over $100 million, and it might be, you know, in and around the, the you know, the $60 million uh, mark. Um, but again, it's not necessarily the impact of not actually having cricket, uh, you know, play here in Brisbane. We've also got to think about what the knock-on impact is to, uh, you know, participation and volunteers and a, and a range of other cricket activities that we typically have in Brisbane that we wouldn't be able to if we don't have a, you know, a boutique precinct here at Allen Border Field to be able to get, um, you know, more than 3,500 fans into. Would you, do you reckon you get an Ashes in 29 um, with 10,000 people at Allen Border Field? Unlikely. Mm. Um, and, you know, from, from our perspective again, and, you know, this is the time frame that we need to be working through with those decision makers in, um, you know, at all levels. Uh, in relation to the, you know, the Gabba rebuild, we've got an Ashes series in December 25. Uh, we've got an Ashes series in December, you know, 29. Uh, we want to be planning around that um, to, you know, to understand uh, where we play, uh, where we can and can't play. Um, but certainly, if Sri Lanka and New Zealand and and uh, you know those uh, countries were coming out to play, um, you know, a ten thousand seat precinct, but also big bash uh, here at Allen Borderfield would certainly be sufficient, you know, in the meantime. Terry, are you hoping to get back into the Gabba before the Olympics? Is that the the aim for Queensland cricket? Look again, um, and, and if know, so, what would it look know, like? Would there be a permanent pitch? Would it be a drop in pitch? What What are the logistics think- facing us there? Well, I think you know that's the that's some of the, the practical conversations and and detail conversations you know we're yet to have with Stadiums Queensland and and also the decision makers in state government. We, we've certainly been clear on on what our view is. We're we're certainly open uh, to going back to the Gabba once it's rebuilt and and opened yeah. uh, and before the thirty two Olympics. Um, but again, you know. Construction timings are blowing out, aren't they? And uh, and again, that's why I said it's a complex issue. So you know, there will be people in government that are you know looking at the, the you know the building itself or the, the Gabba itself. Um, also looking at cost, uh, looking at making sure how um, uh, you know cost effective they can make it. Yeah. But one of the decisions that we'd need to make is if the Gabba was. Uh, you know, up and running ahead of the Olympics and cricket was going to be played there, uh, we'd more than likely have to consider a drop-in wicket. Um, you know, our personal view is that, or cricket's view rather, is that we'd prefer a, a, a permanent wicket. But if you do have a drop-in wicket, say, to play the Ashes in 29, well, it takes a, uh, at least five years to get a, um, you know, a relevant wicket ready uh, and to a test standard ahead of it. So that means a you know a drop in wicket would need to be started, you know, next year and, and we get to have those conversations. Terry, time is against us and appreciate you stepping over meeting to have a chat with me today. L- let's keep the phone lines open and whenever Stadiums Queensland and yourselves sit down, please sing out and let us know so we can get some clarity on this. Great, thanks, Ben, and uh, appreciate um, you having me on the program this morning. Terry Svensson, CEO of Queensland Cricket, unpacking plenty there, 13 13 55.